0: with our monthly visit from Brandon Doble. Thank you for joining us today, Brandon. I'm going to keep talking. We have a quote <laughs> from Brian Elmquist of the Lone Bellow in his lyric from the song Dried Up River that came out earlier this year. He says in one of the verses i want to be grateful to, for the food on my table instead of eating each other alive i think the song in general if you guys listen to it or what your take on it is is interesting but basically the society we live in right now is obsessed with getting everything for yourself and just taking it away from others and i think this is a good reminder Um particularly interested in both of you because you both have kids and like the world we live in right now does this make you think any differently for the world you want to leave for your children start with you Brandon well
1: I mean I think this is one of your bingo squares right I mean about being grateful for being living in the moment you know uh, what is my purpose I would ask that question my purpose right now is to be on the show with you so I think in a sense it's like (laughs) oh but I mean really if you take a look at that that quote is saying that being grateful for what you have as opposed to, you know, what you don't have. It, it, it seems to be a very straightforward uh, uh, question. I think basically if everybody lived by that mantra, we, my kid's life would be better in the future. So to answer your question about my kid, I think that if if everybody tried to live by the mantra of be grateful for what you have, don't be seeking more than you need, then, uh, then I think that we probably all have a better world.
2: Here's my question for you, Brandon. Keller lives in LA. I live in San Francisco. You used to live in San Francisco. It's very like, get yours, build the next business, blah, blah, blah. Did you feel a shift from moving from San Francisco to the South and how people compare themselves to each other?
1: Oh, hundred percent. San Francisco and LA are, are, are um, fantasy lands. They're not real places. It's a little bit like Manhattan. Um, and I think that any urban metropolis like that, Um, people don't take themselves as seriously. I think everybody that's not in those towns, is kind of like, yeah, I I can't really brag about the fact that I live in Asheville, North Carolina, right? I I think it's a great and amazing place to live. But I think that in my experience of living in San Francisco for years upon years and spending a lot of time in LA, there's a lot of people need to be relevant. I'm very relevant. I'm very important. This is what I'm doing right now. No one does that. No one does that. I never catch people at a, at a, talking at a bar about, yeah, this is what I'm doing right now. I'm, I'm doing this new startup. I got this new company. I'm, I'm in on this new commercial. I'm going to do this new audition. None of that. So I, I is that that San Francisco and LA and Manhattan or Hong Kong or whatever a bad, and I think it's just the nature of big cities, but it's also the type of person that's attracted to those cities that go to San Francisco and LA, which is, I need to feel relevant. I need to feel important. It, your show on purpose sort of segues this show right because you guys talked about your purpose like what is my purpose and i think that to me when that when i started listening to that show i i don't really think i thought a lot about it i actually took a lot away from that because i was like your purpose is what you're doing right now like you guys were talking about if you live with oh i've got this purpose i need to be a mom well what if you're never a mom That was very helpful for me to frame it in that way. What if my purpose is to be an actor?
0: Well, what if you never get a part? I don't know. I mean, does that mean your life sucks? Yeah, I mean, we could have used this quote in that show, like, be grateful for what you have and that's what your purpose is. I I think it's interesting and I don't know the answer to it, but like, what is enough? Like, if I make... The national average per year and i can pay my bills is that enough like at what point are you getting what you need versus getting more than you need and i think that's a delicate balance that people have to deal with because i mean there's priests or monks that that don't take a salary and have a vow of poverty their entire lives and they live what they say to be fulfilled lives and then there's billionaires and there's everything in between so i don't really know what what the um what you strive for like when you when can you feel content like I don't I don't know if you can because I think you should always be doing more but like not with greed so I mean do you feel content Brandon or do you always are you striving for something I'm never content I'm never content but I think that what you're saying is um I think my
1: purpose is to strive for contentment in the moment that's honestly my purpose like it, it there's there's, there's things that we can control and there's things that we can't control. Larry referenced the AA, uh, you know, um, book, you know, sort of like the God grant me the serenity to know the difference type thing. Um, you, you were saying, uh, be happy for what you you were saying. I always want to be doing more. You want to be doing more because you feel that as a value in your own life. You say doing doing something is better than doing nothing. But that doesn't mean you're just sort of like, but if I don't achieve this, or if I don't build that house, or if I don't get this commercial, I'm a terrible person. You just find value in doing. So in a sense, you're sort of answering your own question here, right?
2: Yeah, I think so. I think this uh, quote's interesting in that It's the epitome of the world we live in right now. I want to be grateful for the food on my table instead of eating each other alive. Isn't there like a middle in there? Isn't there like uh, instead of eating the guy next to you kind of figuratively or literally and being thankful for the food, just sort of maybe asking a question. I don't know. Just seems like this. That's what goes on in this world. You can't be thankful and also hate the person for having the job you want. I don't know. I just feel like there should be a little bit more middle. And I think that's what he's kind of getting at with this lyric.
1: Well, you guys are, in a sense, if you follow the Buddhist path, and I I know this isn't a religious show, but this idea in Buddhism is to remove desire, that if you remove desire, you remove pain and suffering. So in a sense, you say, if I don't want something, I'm not going to suffer for not having something. And I, I think there's real value in that. I think that if you say, which You just, Larry, congratulations on uh, Larry's new house in San Francisco. Very important. Uh, Andrew just moved into a new house. We just moved into a, Like having a house is sort of a big deal in our culture and society, right? But there are lots of cultures around the world where people never have a house. And they seem to do okay. So I'm saying if you remove the desire to, I've got to have this thing, and that's the thing that's going to make me happy. How many people do you know that got the thing they want and they're still miserable?
0: Oh, I would mean, like argue I you a lot. That was definitely me. I I have a very vivid memory of sitting with a friend in San Francisco saying, if I just made this much money, it's going to work out. I got to that point and I was like, this isn't it. So I quit my job and moved to Argentina.
1: And you're a better person now than you were when I first met you 15 years ago in that very thing. I feel like you've got more peace in your life in the sense of like, hey, you know, things don't Part of that's youth, right? We think when we're young, everything's got to happen this certain way. But part of it, and so wisdom and maturity comes along from life. Part of it is also just accepting that, hey, things aren't necessarily always going to work out the way I expected them to work out. And even if they do, I might
0: not be happy. Yeah. I think I want to point out that, like, Larry was talking about this one lyric. It, the chorus says, what is life all about? Giving back the love we found. I'm so tired of the scream and shout. We're all drinking from that dried up river. So I think the song
2: takes that into consideration. Um, but so glad you brought up that lyric. I, When I saw this lyric, I thought of the movie The Lion King. Mm. You know, Mufasa gets kicked out, goes away because Scar takes over and turns the land and this dried-up river. Instead of all of the animals re- realizing that the circle of life is important, kind of hijacks that r- idea, and they all have- end up drinking from the dried-up river because they follow Scar, who uses power play to not run the jungle in the equity model. Mufasa. Wow.
0: Scar. Mufasa.
2: Something wow. else about
0: He's- living in the moment that I thought um... – could apply to this we said probably I don't know when it was last year maybe last summer like if you feel the need to be on your phone then you're probably not having a very good time and I think that's like um, being grateful for what you have like not searching for the grass is always greener be like if if right now while we were talking I was like scrolling through Twitter on my phone you guys would be like well he's not that interested in what we're saying so I strive for that every day and I have a hard time with it I don't I don't know what you guys think I, I think that's, a, I think
1: that's a, a value that you have to have and believe in. How many people do you know are actually that self-aware that they're, they're spending all their time staring at their screen and don't even think about the fact that they're, why are they doing that, right? Why, why am I not valuing the time I'm with this person? You have to actually take a conscious thought to live the, out this quote. You have to say, I am not going to take from somebody else in order to be happy. I'm just going to be present in the moment. I think, I think that takes a lot of work. In this society, especially.
0: Well, if you want to steal from Larry's bank account, his pin is 1234. You can find Brandon at How I Got That Way podcast. I was on it. Check it out. We got signs all over this. Check out our YouTube page. Reposted podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I'm Andrew Keller for The Lone Bellow. Saying thanks for